I started with composites, <laughs> like everyone else, I started with composites first. My composites at that time, my interior composites really, really looked as if the seagull has just flown past and just did a bit pop into it. <laughs> I had no idea of translucencies. I had no ideas of opacities until I somehow attended a lecture by a Brazilian dentist called Newton Fowl. And Newton Fowl, who's still one of the amazing composite artists today, opened my eyes to what was available. And I started learning everything that I could um, on interior composites. You know, any program that I could think that C came up, I would join. And at that time, it wasn't easy to find programs because most continuing education programs were based in universities. And the other programs, you just didn't get the exposure because you, um, you didn't get the mail. <laughs> it was still the traditional mail. And yeah, so it was harder to find programs, I thought. Um, and I kept on asking on the, on the message group, where should I go to learn about all these things? And at that time, there was some, a very well-known lecturer at that time who later became, um, I would say, the impetus that changed the way I practice dentistry. He was a lecturer from America called Dr. Ronald Jackson. And he was one of the pioneers who did all the partial coverage restorations. And so happens he was teaching in um, an institute in America at that time called mm -hmm. LVI or Las Vegas Institute. Mm -hmm. So I packed my bags and hopped on to America, met Ron Jackson, and for the first time, understood what adhesion was because um, I was always um, brought up in uh, the sound, I'm uh, not sound, the teaching that glass ornament is the be all and end all coming from Melbourne. And so he opened my eyes and later on, I found a lot of other programs that the Institute provided. And I'm going to say that I've learned all my adhesion basic principles and all my prep principles from the Institute. I did go on to do the occlusal programs, their neuromuscular-based programs, but after completing everything, buying the computers, I kind of realized that it was not a philosophy that fitted the way I practiced. So, mm -hmm. um, but again, I'm going to credit LVI. I know LVI sometimes has a bad rap, but I'm going to credit Ron Jackson as the person who ignited as the passion to in the field of aesthetic and reconstructive dentistry. Yeah, so from then on, I kept on doing everything that I could. Um, yes. And it was also at that time where Dental Town came about. Yeah, so yeah. Um, it was pretty much that era where images were suddenly appearing on the computers. And what mm -hmm. I thought was, you know, that I was a bee's knees, when I look at that, pictures that come up there say, damn, <laughs> I've got a long way to go. So yeah, um, that's, that's what, how actually the impetus that changed my, I guess the pathway of my career mm -hmm. from removing teeth to actually saving teeth and reconstructing teeth. And I kept on doing as many programs and I was very lucky to meet and have access to a lot of good mentors even though it was just online so yeah. yeah well talk to me about that like because 
you know, you're coming out and then, you know, when you're signing up for something like that, it's a lot of money, you know, not to, not to factor in just the cost of the program, but like flying, the time, like, you know, as a, a graduate that's kind of coming out at this yep. time, um, talk to me about how you're processing, how you kind of balancing, you know, some people might think I'll just stay here in Australia and I'll just uh, learn the courses here and if the information comes here I'll just do it that way but you mm. felt compelled to go out and really um, learn more about these um, courses the reason for that was because of my I kind of realized the way that the best way that I could learn was actually not just listening to lectures and not just in some ways working on models helped a lot um, but at the end of the day, I kind of realized that the best way I could learn was actually by doing it. And by doing it, if I had someone looking over my shoulder, that would have been absolutely a big plus. And now, in fact, my first veneer course was actually done at the ADA in New South Wales, when they actually brought LVI over. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of people who did um, the program that are now very well-known speakers themselves. And... It was really good. I mean, you you brought a case, you prepped it, and someone over your shoulder would tell, yeah, we'll do it this way, and this is the reason why. So you get all those theory in your head reinforced by actually practical um, and clinical um, experience itself. So those learnings really stuck. And the reason why I went to America was that I could not find anything similar in Australia at that time. Um, mm-hmm. And I kind of knew where I wanted to go at that stage, where my career, as best as I could at that period of time, where I wanted to take my career to. Um, And that was the reason why I did it. Nowadays, I'm going to say that there are a lot of good programs throughout Australia. A lot of really, really good speakers um, that basically provide almost a full, well-grounded curriculum for the younger general dentists. Okay, and I'm going to look, I'm lucky enough to teach in university and what I tell all my graduating students is this um, first two, three years of your career, just do everything, you know, whether you feel you want to specialize or not, do everything because your opinion and your feelings will change, Um, just like mine did, you know, Um, so I said do everything learn as much as you can and once you know if you do know where you want to go then basically perhaps look more into that Um, I know that a few of my um, students three to four years out now are actually doing the spear continuum in the United States what started off as an online program Mm -hmm. um, has brought them to attend the program in the US itself Um, and others have attended COIS. And, but as you said, it is a massive, massive investment. Yeah. But not everyone will see it my way. The way I look at things is that my colleagues at the time I was doing LVI were saying that, you know, you're not spending so much money when you can do it in Melbourne Uni or Sydney University. Um, they have the they have the content, don't get me wrong, but it was just did not suit what I wanted, when I wanted it, because I wanted it all now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was a millennial long before millennials became millennials. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, I, oh, 
so in that way, I, a lot of my colleagues are saying, no, you're spending so much money on yourself. What's um, all, all these programs? What's wrong with you, literally? And the way I look at it is that instead of investing in shares or investing in a car or anything like that, which most of my colleagues were, I said, I'll just drive, ride my bicycle or whatever it is, put the money aside to, because I really believed that it would repay for itself. And it did. 